0: Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate. I'm Tim Calloway. We have a very special guest for you today from Charleston, South Carolina. Welcome, Lisa Patterson. How are you? I'm
1: great. How are you? Thanks for having me today.
0: Yeah, thank you for being on and happy Friday. I'm excited for you to be here. We got great weather here on the East Coast. And, uh, you know, you're up on the East Coast a little north of me and you have, I think you have better weather than I do.
1: It's um, 70 degrees here today. That's wow. why one of the things people love about Charleston.
0: Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful place. So I have to ask, I always ask this, you know, the first question everybody knows I asked it. Were you a were you a, a young lady of three to five years old tugging on your, your mom's hem, uh, hymn, saying, Hey, I can't wait to be a realtor one day? Or did you did you fall into real estate? How did that happen?
1: It's kind of a funny story. My dad was a big real estate um, investor, and so were my grandparents. And they only did historic properties. And that's how I got the historic bug. So I would follow around with them as a child, watching them do these old houses. But my college education was in clothing design. And then I decided that I wanted to go to law school. And I remember my dad said, why do you want to be an attorney? I said, put bad people in jail. He said, oh, you're going to be a DA, make no money and deal with really bad people all day. And um, I actually went off to law school and was flipping some houses while I was in school. And. Just love doing it. And, you know, I'm in my 20s, uh, flipping houses, stripping paint and wallpaper. My friends were out partying. They thought I was crazy. And I hated my job. Just like my dad said, I hated my job. And I came home one weekend and he said, what's wrong? I'm like, I hate my job. And he said, you know what? I've watched you know what to buy. I've watched you help other people and you need to be a realtor. And I'm like, I don't want to be a realtor. And he said, you know what, like I said, you know what to buy. You love doing it, and let me just give you a little secret. If you love what you do, it'll never feel like work. And 42 years later, here I am. (laughs) So that's wow.
0: Wow, that that that's a good origin story. And in in as a parent, as a matter of fact, today is my one of my sons, my oldest son's 30th birthday. But happy birthday to them. Yeah. Uh, So. But as a parent, as you know, it's you, you you try hard to kind of guide them, but you do have to let them kind of try things themselves because you wouldn't know how many times, Lisa, I have told each of them, one of them is getting his PhD, and I still tell him the same thing. What are you gonna do? You know, what, what are you gonna do? You're gonna be a professor, you know, or well, I can do research. Like, well, well, that sounds exciting. Yeah. You can do research the rest of your life.
1: But and you, you know, know, it's just, just like my dad said, I love what I do. It does, yeah. it, Stressful at times, you know. With with you know, depends on what's going on in the market. But right. I always come out on top. I have the best clients. I get to be friends with my clients. There you go. And I and I love it. And it's it's just fun every day. And it's always different.
0: Hey, sure beats going down to the jailhouse and talking to people who just uh, committed a crime, exactly.
1: right? <laughs> right. Hey, or sitting I in an you're... office all day or doing all that research. Yeah. I mean, but you know what? That background really helps me in real estate. So. It all turned out the way it was supposed to. Well,
0: that's fantastic. Well, let me ask you, Lisa, you've got a lot of experience and and that's fantastic. And I I love hearing that. So you got to tell me, are you a solopreneur? Do you have a team or what what does that look
1: like inside your office? It's just me. I have a lot of support with inside my Sotheby's affiliate here, Daniel Revenel Sotheby's, uh, with my marketing team. It's just me. I'm ranked in one of the top producing agents out of about 9,000 agents here in Charleston. Um, wow. I just found out yesterday I'm in the top 500. I think I'm really higher ranked than that, but that was one of the stats that came out.
0: Wow. And uh That's it's awesome. kind of
1: amazing, um that I still remain that rank and I also restore historic properties at as my own GC. My neighbors always say, Lisa, how do you do all this? And I'm like, I don't require much sleep. <laughs> That's how I get it done.
0: I I'm gonna say the same thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate how do you get all that done? It's hard enough you know, being a realtor and kind of being on call, right? I mean, we're all kind of on. No, we break. work seven
1: days a week, actually. But you love
0: it, though. So it's not I work. Love right?
1: it and I'm very organized. I have a great team and within the office, within marketing and support if I need it. And then the other thing, you know, being with the Sotheby's brand, we do a lot of referral business between us within, you know, I can have a client call me and want to live anywhere in the world and I can find them a realtor and I'm very connected with other Sotheby's office and other agents. Uh, so I can, if somebody calls me and they want to be in New York, I can pick up the phone and call an agent that I actually know that I've met with and seen and say, yeah, hey, this person will take care of you. So it's, I have everything very streamlined. Um, nice. So it makes it work.
0: That's fantastic. Sounds like you you are very organized. Something that I had to actually learn in my later years, I have, I was never an organized person. So I uh, I'm a little bit jealous but uh, I actually have to work at it even after 50 years. So we talked about how you got started and, you know, we talked a little bit about how, you know, what, you know, you being a, a solopreneur, uh, let's talk more about your re- restoration side. Um, I find that fascinating. I think it's important not only to your community, but to to the United States at large, you know, I mean, uh, restoring, uh, restoring these historical buildings and things like that. I don't I hear a lot of uh, about tearing down things, not enough about keeping them up, but I'd like yeah. to hear a little more about that.
1: That's the good thing here in Charleston, they don't let you tear it down. So we there have- There you go. Um, and that's why we have such a fabulous, historic um, you know, presence here in Charleston. I actually live downtown in the historic district in the wow. you know very well-known South Abroad neighborhood, um, lived in the neighborhood forever. My husband grew up in Charleston, um, born and raised here. But I've restored. We just finished up. We're doing the punch list items now. My 38th historic restoration act is my own DC. I buy the worst thing that I can find. I have had friends and family, even my husband, I've bought things and he's like, what were you thinking? And I just love bringing them back to life. You know, I used to see my parents do that and I have three brothers and they all buy new construction. They will not buy an old house. Wow. but. Um, my clients are kind of interested when we talk about this, especially if they're looking for something in a historic district. And I'm like, oh, I can help you. I can go through a house. I can pretty much tell you what needs to be done. I can hook you up with the right co- uh, you know, people to do the work. The newest house I've ever owned is 1873. And the oldest is 1777. Wow. Yeah. The one I just moved from was 1777.
0: I, I can't imagine restoring something from 1777 I don't even like it's 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 beyond my scope I live in obviously I told you I live in West Palm Beach right so everything there's no 1777 there's very few homes here that would even be 80 years old you know I mean it just it just didn't happen so it's fascinating to me uh that you'd be able to restore something like that do you bring in uh um you, you act as your own GC. do you bring in you know um I guess, like architects that are familiar with the building of, of that time, or you just go in and, and, and restore? I mean, how, do, how does that work? How does that look?
1: I can usually go in and kind of get a sense myself and draw it out. And uh, my husband, um, he's on a uh, his second career. He's He's retired military, but he was a structural okay. engineer in the military. So um, I've learned a lot from him. Like I can go in a house and it's like, oh, if this is sagging, that's sagging. This is cracking. We, you know, we have structural issue. But never had anything like that. This this house here, we the back end of it, we had to do some things uh, underneath for um, stabilized floors and joists and stuff. But I pretty much go in and I just have an eye for it. I just go in with a vision and I can. And and it's really funny because my husband has no vision when it comes to this kind of stuff yeah i've literally bought and sold our houses while he was traveling for work i remember the first time i did it he i was like he just went what do you mean you sold our house i'm like well somebody called and they offered us this much and then he was like whoa it's so right. nice trust me his his thing is now uh just tell me where i need to bring my suitcase if he's traveling so we're starting we we weren't even halfway through this when inventory is very limited in charleston right. and um we were having people stick things in the mail slot wanting to know if we'd sell. So every time he leaves for a trip, he's like, please don't sell this house while I'm gone. Please, I'd like to live here for a little while, but-
0: He's got a bug out, he's probably got a bug out bag uh, packed away just in case he comes back and and, and needs something to to take with him to change his clothes.
1: But yeah, I can usually have a sense for it. and you know, sometimes even my contractors will look at me and say, "Well, you we can't do that. And I'm like, yeah, I can. And then I'm like, well you do this, you do this, you do that, and we can make it work. And uh, it usually works. And then um, one of the fun things I do with my clients and friends is if I'm doing a project, I have a before party before we tear it apart, and then I have an after party after we get it back together. and then and they get to see the transformation
0: wow that's exciting yeah. I, want to to, I want to go to those parties that sounds
1: exciting yeah, like you, you like can just it that. doesn't take long i love palm beach i go there i have friends yeah. there, so yeah it's a quick trip
0: yeah it's it is it's not a bad trip at all not a bad trip yeah. at all as a matter of fact i have in-laws that always go to charleston before they come down and see us every december um oh, okay. this, year, this year my son got married in december i don't know why he chose december but he got married in december so they skipped the charleston part and came to the to the wedding instead but yeah, definitely a wonderful place to visit. I used to make the trip when I lived in Connecticut, and I'd come down here, and uh, we'd always stop over. Wonderful, wonderful part of the country. If people haven't seen it, uh, so let's talk about the the real estate side a little bit more. Um, you know, you you're obviously a fast mover. You know, when it when it comes to properties and things like that. But what does the next one three years look like for you? I, you sound like the person, the type of person. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, Lisa. But uh, you're probably never going to stop. You just, I'm not, I, don't, I don't think I stops. Your I'm
1: keep going. You my know. oldest son, uh, a while back, uh, I had a little health issue, which everything is fine. And he's like, mom, you know, you're getting older. And he always tells me I'm getting older. I'm in my sixties. And I'm like, well, I'm no. not, that's not old. You know, no. I used to think it was, but now it's not. But, um, I'm like, I, what do you mean retire? And he's like, well, I think you should retire. It's getting time. I'm like, I'm not going to retire. He said, so he said, when are you going to retire? So when they carry me out in the box, I love what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm not going to stop. And uh, I don't even want to slow down or slow back. I, I have talked to my office. I, I, I would, I think at one point, you know, continue to sell, but do some training. Um, right. I have a lot of agents, you know, younger agents that call on me for things anyway. And I think it's fun uh, to train and m- you know, because in this business, there's a lot of agents that don't get the proper training, so it's you know it's really hard for them. It's kind of like you get your real estate license and you sign up with a brokerage, and I throw you out on the street, <laughs> and it's right. It's hard.
0: That's that's why we have such a huge attrition rate. You know, I mean, it. it, it you know,
1: and another thing I always say this, Lisa, that
0: you know a lot of a lot of young folks that get into the business uh, get sold a bill of goods by either HDTV or. Okay. or maybe someone else, you know, and I always say, you know, it's not all about just driving around the town waving at everybody and you're going to sell a, you know, a million dollar listing. It doesn't work like that.
1: It know. doesn't. And a lot of people come to Charleston and get in the business thinking they're going to make a lot of money. And that it's, you know, it's not just about people think we just go around and, and show pretty houses all day. And that is not it. It is a lot of hard work. You know, I do a lot of continuing education on top of what i'm required to do i'm on lots right. of zoom calls you know there's lots of paperwork you need to know your stuff and here in charleston the other thing if you sell downtown in the historic district that's a totally different animal and you need to know right. that and then we also have the, the hurricanes and the flooding and all that and right. you need to know you, you need to know your market it's not a quick get your license and make a bunch of money and right it's a it's a lot of hard work
0: yeah, I, I I I always say that HDTV uh, not only lied to everybody, HDTVs turned into to the um, what is it the WWE of real estate. You know, it's exactly. it's all it's all fictitious. It's a big story, you know. And and please don't come to me saying, hey, I want to be like this guy that sells ten million dollar homes
1: because he's a, he's a heck of a cool guy. And I'm like, yeah, that doesn't work. Sorry, but- HDTV is also kind of hindered. You know, we have. People come to town, they're like, oh, I want to buy a historic property and I want to do a renovation. And they start talking about what it's going to cost or what they can do or whatever and how long it's going to take. And and I've actually told clients this before. One particular client, they had looked at so many houses and um, I took them out one day and they had about 15 more they want to look at. I narrowed it down to three. I am really good at matching people to houses. And I narrowed it on the three, and I looked at him. I said, "This is not HDT. It doesn't happen that long. We're looking at three houses a day, and you're picking one. Right. <laughs> so uh, you've looked at fifty charge. houses by this time. Right.
0: I'm the professional. You wouldn't argue. You know, I always say, I said, you know, you wouldn't argue with your doctor about treatment. You're not going to argue with me about this. I'm telling you, you know, preferen. You know, you're going to get preferential. You know, you decide. But here's how it's matched out. This is what you wanted." So I agree with you a hundred percent. That's why I'm pretty
1: brutally honest. And, you know, I tell my clients that up front and if you don't like it, I'm probably not the person for you. And they're like, no, I like it. I've, I had another client was kind of, you know, like you said, in our business, we're the professional, we know this stuff, we do it every day and uh, they don't, I mean, even though seasoned buyers and sellers that have multiple homes, they don't do this every day. So they really need to, you know. Make sure they have a trusted advisor that they can trust and going to guide them the right way. But I had one one time trying to tell me how to do things, and I and they were a doctor. I won't say what kind of doctor. I said to him one day, I said, "I I, are are you having appointments tomorrow?" And he said, "Yeah, of course I am. It's Monday morning." I'm like, "What time do you start?" He told me. He said, "Why?" And I said, "Well, I'm going to come by. I know nothing about how to be this particular doctor, but I think I'm going to tell you what you need to do with your patients tomorrow." And he looked at me, and I said. I thought you trusted me. And he said, I do. I said, well, then let me do my job.
0: Right, That's strong. And
1: after that, he was fine.
0: I love it. That's exactly what what should be said. Well, Lisa, how would someone get in touch with you if they wanted to list a home? Maybe they wanted to to buy a home in Charleston. How would would they get in touch with you?
1: I tell everybody, then give me a call. My cell number is 843-991-6809. And my website is lisa-patterson.com. Very simple.
0: Perfect. One of the things I like to do, Lisa, as we, as we're winding down here, we got a few minutes left, but I always like to kind of give you the floor. I always say I'm the DJ and you're the hit record and uh, people want to hear you, not me. Take us out with a, a good word, whatever's on your heart, your mind, your soul. It could be about work. It could be about Charleston. It could be about your, your, your pet dog. You know, give us a good word and take us out for the day.
1: Well, you know, everyone comes to Charleston because, and who doesn't love Charleston? If you've been here, you know, we have arts, history, culture, fine dining. It's walkable. The weather's great. Uh, we have beaches and golf courses within minutes of each other. And the, my favorite thing is, is the friendliest people you'll ever want to meet. One of the big things, we have a lot of people that end up here from other states where real estate is done totally different. I advise people, number one, have your own representation in the state of South Carolina, Realtors represent the seller, regardless if we have the listing or not. Please, even if you don't use me, when people call me and I explain this to them, I'm like, even if you don't use me, have your own representation. Don't call the listing agent because you will not have representation. And please do not go on a new home construction site because they work for the builder and you will not have representation. So always make sure you have your own representation. And as you said, people work with people that they like, know, and trust, and with someone that's going to look out for your best interest. That's my number one, and same thing if you're a seller. You know, make sure that somebody's looking out for your best interest.
0: Lisa, thank you so much for being on the program. Charleston, South Carolina, Sotheby's, Lisa Patterson. I look forward to talking to you again, maybe in the next three, six, nine months, and I want to hear more about some of these renovations. Of course, as fast as you move by then, you've probably already done another dozen of them if there's that many to go around. But
1: my, my uh, husband says we're not doing one for a while, that his next stop is a know. Bishop Gadsden, which is the retirement home here. But <laughs> that's
0: not happening. <laughs> no way. I'm out. I'm out. You're on your own. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the nice weather. And we'll talk to you soon.
1: Thanks so much for having me. I look forward to talking to you again. Thanks. Thank you.